your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 327 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. we got a very special episode for you guys here today. Going to be joined in just a second by Alyssa Hope. Alyssa has a hockey YouTube channel. She's got more than 60,000 subscribers. I've been a fan of her channel for quite some time. Really a lot of great stuff on there. And I will leave a link to Alyssa's YouTube channel in the description of this episode. Be sure to check that out whenever you get a minute. Alyssa also does some work with Habs tonight. She is a noted Pittsburgh Penguin fan, so it only makes sense that we talk to her right before the Rangers play a couple games against the Penguins this week. The Rangers and Penguins will, of course, collide this week on Tuesday and Thursday. The puck drops at 7 p.m. on both nights. And so without any further ado, let's go ahead and play part one. This is going to be a two-parter. Part one of our conversation with Alyssa Hope. Enjoy. All right, so let's go ahead and welcome our special guest for today, a YouTuber, partner on Habs Tonight, and noted Penguins fan, Alyssa Hope. Alyssa, how are we doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just uh, came in from uh, Easter dinner with the fam and uh, chilling out and uh, pretty excited for this interview. Sounds like a pretty nice Sunday, and uh, I'm doing pretty well. Also, I'd be doing a little bit better if the Rangers weren't just coming off of a shootout loss to the Buffalo Sabres of all teams, but... Be that as it may, you know, I figure we'll still talk a little <laughs> bit of hockey here, a little bit of Rangers, a little bit of Penguins, and uh, preview this upcoming two-game series. But before we jump into all of that, I did want to ask you a little bit about your YouTube channel. So, I mean, for starters, just tell us a little bit about it, and uh, what is it that sort of gave you the inspiration to start your own uh, NHL YouTube channel? So, um, it's a funny story for me, so telling this, um, when I first started my YouTube channel, like... I had no intentions of doing what I'm doing today, honestly. It just, it was happenstance. So um, back in the day, I remember I was around 19 because my channel is, um, you know, it's 11-ish years old now. So um, I was around 19 and I was just kind of like dabbling. Like I was always obsessed like um, in a nerdy way with um, video editing. So I was just like, I would watch like YouTube edits and like I wanted to learn how to, to do it myself. And I was um, into the, the show about Clark Kent called Smallville at the time um, as well about the teenage Superman. So, um, and I was, obviously I was into the Pittsburgh Penguins as well. And so um, I started to just like make these edits and I started, my first one was um, on the channel is of Smallville. But um, if you go down, obviously like I did Pittsburgh Penguins as well um, to start out. So I would do like funny moments, um, you know, certain players, uh, put music to it, just interviews and, and funny stuff that happens. I would do Mark Andre Fleury highlight videos uh, to music. And obviously, like, it evolved from there. I realized that people weren't that interested in the Smallville content. They were more interested in the Pittsburgh Penguins content. So what I did was um, I just went all in on that, and I focused on it um, for a long time. And then I went to a point, it was around 2017, that I began to – get into like the full NHL. Um, it was kind of more compilations focused at first. So I didn't actually do the voiceovers. I was, you know, I was, I was shy um, as some people are, you know, it's a progression. So I was like, oh, I don't want to put my voice out there. And then, <laughs> then, it, you know, I got to that point and I'm like, I'm going to do this. 
So um, then I started to around, it was around the same year in 2017. So I did the commercial series, the compilations. Um, people loved that. And then it was around that time, Pittsburgh Penguins are going, you know, on their back-to-back -back cup runs. They're um, 2017, they won their second cup in a row there. Um, and I decided to do the voiceovers and they really seemed to take off and people really seemed to like them. And I was like, huh, so maybe my voice isn't that bad. Uh, so I think um, from there, it just kind of evolved. And I, you know, if you go back and watch my content, like, obviously, it wasn't the best to start out. And I kind of learned and I kind of, you know, fine tuned it and it, it got better as time went on. But um, I think that if you take a look back, it's like, wow, like, <laughs> she's come a long way. But um, it's just, you know, it's, it's doing it so much. It's putting out so much content that you learn, like, what the viewer likes, what the viewer doesn't like, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, your strengths, your weaknesses, um, that sort of thing. So I think that's where, and then also, like, uh, around the time I hit 60,000 subscribers, um, as you mentioned, have tonight. Shout out, plug. Um, <laughs> but uh, Dale <laughs> Weiss um, approached me and um, – uh, well, not directly at first, but someone from the team approached me and asked me if I wanted to do, to be a part of it. And um, and at first I was a little hesitant, but then I was like, you know what, like, why not? Like, this sounds like an amazing opportunity, and it sounds like they're going to really go places. So, um, but yeah, I didn't. I knew who Del Weiss was, and humorously, he beat my team. He was part of the Montreal Canadiens team that beat the Pittsburgh Penguins in the bubble. So I was like, you know what? Uh, hard feelings are gone. Uh, you want me on the team? Okay. We're, you know, it's, it's all said and done. We're, yeah, water under the bridge. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so we see and I, we see and I are, are, are good now. <laughs> that's cool. Awesome. That's awesome he's to a, hear. He's a yeah. great guy. Yeah. That, great that's guy. gotta be awesome. You know, you get a, an NHL player actually reaching out to you and, and seeing basically if you want to join his team there. Um, I think, uh, you know, watching some of your videos on YouTube, my favorite series that you do as far as like a recurring series, it's gotta be top jerk moments. And, uh, you know, for anyone who, who, who might be listening to this, who, who might be hearing about Alyssa's channel for the first time, it's basically exactly what it sounds like. Alyssa will basically uh, focus on a certain player who's had a couple of questionable moments on the ice. Now, to be fair, she's a Penguin fan. She did one on Sidney Crosby. So, you know, fair is fair. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and Malkin and Malkin. So that's at least two Penguins there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what kind of gave you the idea for, for that series? And um, is it one of the more popular ones? I mean, just kind of going by the uh, the views, it certainly looks like people are into that one. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, like, if you look, um, the ones, like, the compilations, I think, are really popular with people. Like, I do, like, the mic'd up moments and, like, the interviews gone wrong. But the ones that I actually create um, and actually, like, you know, it's, it's actually me, like, writing it and, like, putting it together um, would definitely – be the jerk moments probably that's a really big one people seem to like um the five facts series as well but i definitely i would go with the jerk moments um so what really sparked it was it was funny because i was reading this article and it was from i believe it was from espn and um it was on brad marchand and it was just talking about like all of his moments like everything that he did like that was kind of like you know controversial and uh, in general like not just on ice stuff, but off ice stuff too, like interviews, like stuff he said. And I just like had this like light bulb go off in my head. And I can't remember exactly what year it was, but you could, I mean, whoever is listening, you can definitely look that up on YouTube. Um, but I was like thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, what if I put all of his moments together, all the stuff he's done that's made people mad <laughs> and right. made him like so, you know, so well known to just be the most punchable face ever. Um, what if I put all of those together and, you know, gave my take on it, maybe a little bit, try to be as matter of fact as possible, but maybe, you know, add a little humor in there. 
And um, what if I did that? Like, would people like that? And obviously, like, I think it, it, it kind of took off, right? So, I mean, I think it's really well known. Um, I mean, not to, you know, uh, toot my own horn or anything, but I think it's pretty decently well known um, to NHL fans, you know, that are on YouTube. Um, if you're talking about a controversial player, you'll probably see it if you type it, you know, the, the name in or whatever. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, shifting our attention a little bit to, you know, this, these Penguins and Rangers matchups that are coming up. Of course, they're going to play each other on Tuesday and Thursday. Now, the, the Penguins coming off of a five-game winning streak, they actually lost yesterday on Saturday to the Bruins 7-5. to five. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, they, they were hot. You know, they had won five in a row. Um, how are you feeling about this team this year? I mean, do you feel like, you know, this core group of players, they could have at least one more Stanley Cup championship running them? I mean, are you feeling it this year? So that's a really good question. Um, so it's funny because people, you know, they've kind of been playfully teasing me so about um, my predictions coming into the season. So I actually like, I mean, obviously, like if you watch the playoffs last year, like the qualifiers, like it, it was brutal um, and our team just looked awful. And like, I mean, I, I, I love my, my team, right? But I'm just saying like, it wasn't what I expected. I expected them to be better against Montreal because Montreal was the underdog going in. Um, and then we saw, saw that happen against um, the New York Islanders as well, the same type of thing and pattern. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what, like I myself, I don't want to get my hopes too high and like expect, you know, too much out of this team going in. So um, I also, we lost some, some key players. I thought Hornquist was a really big one personally. Um, he, you know, went to Florida and he's just had a really ridiculous season down there. Um, obviously like Ekblad is, is down now. So, I mean, they're trying to deal with that, but, um, but Hornquist, we lost him and, and that was a big, um, big loss. But anyways, um, I, Going into the season, I thought that they were probably going to be finishing around fifth, um, maybe best case scenario, uh, finishing in fourth and barely making the playoffs. But I thought that they weren't going to make it just because of how competitive the division is uh, it has been. And I did not expect Philly to, and that's the biggest thing right there, I did not expect Philly to fall like they did. Because, I mean, if you ask anyone um, pretty much last, you know, coming into the season, they would have said – Philly is going to make the playoffs. I mean, you saw yeah. how Carter Hart was in the bubble. I mean, he literally won them games 
And I mean, it's so goalies are so it's so hard to predict. They're like the weather. It's just like you can't you can't always predict. So um, and, and obviously Philly has their other issues like the defensively and stuff. But um, but I did not expect that. So um, this team going in, I yeah, like I said, um, did not see them being where they are. And I think that um, they are a lot better than I expected. I mean, and obviously as a fan, like you love to see that. But um, I think that things have really been gelling for them. I think Mike Sullivan's done a great job with the lineup. We've had injuries down the middle. Um, and it's just been, yeah, it's been a dream season. I mean, I honestly, like, looking at it right now, I think if we um, keep playing like we're playing, I think we could finish second. I, I really believe that. I think Washington will probably um, finish first, most likely. But I really believe that we can we can beat Boston. Um, maybe the New York Islanders. I mean, we we beat them um, in our you know in season series so far. Um, we have more games won against them, so I think that is very possible. Um, and obviously, I'm hopeful as a fan. But um, but yeah, team looks great, and hopefully uh, hopefully we can keep playing this way. Yeah, uh, hopefully not from a Rangers fan perspective. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, as for the trade deadline, you know, how do you think the Penguins are going to uh, to play it? I mean, do you think they go all in? Do they are they big time buyers? Are they adding left and right to this roster? Do they want to try to again kind of propel that core group of players toward another uh, Stanley Cup, at least another chance to win another Stanley Cup? Yeah, that's uh, I yeah, my bad. I, I forgot about that part of the question. Um, so I did listen to what Ron Hextall said, um, or I read it um, per se, but he is um, looking for a power forward type of player, um, a gritty, you know, um, physical type of guy. I know that for sure. Um, so I think he might want someone maybe in like a bottom six role there. Um, and I think I was thinking maybe Dustin Brown, but I guess we'll see. Um, he could be one that would fit that role, but he's been obviously in the rumor mill for a while. But I think it's going to be interesting because um, to see kind of how, like, I mean, obviously, like, as a fan, I'm kind of excited, you know, um, for the deadline for my team, but also excited to kind of see how Hextall handles this because we've had JR for so long. So it's like, oh, my gosh, it's a new GM. Like, this is going to be interesting. But it could go either way. Um, and I think I think if you listen to him, I think he is more optimistic as far as, you know, um, trying to go all in, trying to get one more um, run out of it, get one more cup with this um, this core. I know there were rumors at the beginning of the season, you know, due to due to our slow start about, you know, Crosby being traded, Malkin being traded, Latang being traded, like it was everywhere. Yeah. And um, and obviously that's one of the rumors that has been floating and circulating around that that is why Jr. Um, had to step down because he was he was trying to maybe trade a core player, um, and that was not okay with you know the guys above him. So um, that's that's a thing that's a rumor that I've heard um, in several places. But I I do believe that if they get the right pieces, I mean obviously like they've got guys like Jake Getzel, um, Brian Rust. Um, Cabinen's been good. I love Brandon Tanev, like kind of, you know, insulating that core and, um, and doing a great job there. Now, I think the net has been a little bit at the start of the season, it was a big question mark, but I think, I think as the season has progressed, we've gotten more familiar, um, you know, with, with, with the goalies. And I think the goalies have gotten more familiar with their roles. So they're kind of splitting the time up. If you look, we don't really have um, a bonafide, starter right now I think the Smith literally played like two games back to back so we we don't really have a bona fide starter it's sort of like a 1a 1b role right now um, but I think that's working out well you know you kind of just you do what works and you don't always have to play 
you know, one guy, have him, you know, shouldering the workload like Jacob Markstrom, poor guy in Vancouver last year, um, was just, yeah. you know, probably dog beat tired at the beginning of the or ending of the season. So, yeah, I yeah. think I think I'm really um, optimistic going in. And obviously, like, I mean, I don't. If you really ask me, do I think that we're, you know, for sure, 100% going to win the Stanley Cup? Um, I would say no. But I mean, you you have to look at the competition, obviously, around you. Um, and kind of who you're matched up with. But I think if if we would match up against the right teams and, you know, everything goes right, that there is a chance. I wouldn't rule it out. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline offers real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Once again, BetOnline.ag. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, this is a question that I ask to anybody who joins the show. If they don't happen to be a Ranger fan, uh, you obviously followed some of the drama that went on with Tony D'Angelo this season. I know you did uh, a couple of videos on him. On your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just curious, you know, and again, I don't think the Rangers would strike any kind of deal with the Penguins where they would trade Tony D'Angelo to somebody in the division. But let's just say hypothetically, there's a situation where uh, the Rangers are looking to move D'Angelo and the Penguins had a chance to acquire him. Would you take that risk given the offensive fireworks that he brings? Or is this a situation where I don't want this guy coming anywhere near my locker room? I mean, just kind of give me your thoughts on that if you can. Sure. Um, So Tony D'Angelo, I think he's a guy that um, obviously, like, I guess it's hard to really know, you know, what exactly went on because, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't there. I I didn't see it, but I'm going off of what people have said in different perspectives. Um, But anyways, um, this is a guy that's had a history for a while um, of being a controversial character, of saying things, um, you know, kind of derogatory comments and um, kind of just generally offending people. Um, and, you know, even on social media, it carried outside of, you know, the ice surface, the locker room, even onto social media and, and stuff like that. But I think for me personally, um, I think that the reward would not be worth the risk of bringing him in because you worry about obviously turmoil um, and having like a locker room cancer. And sometimes when you have that locker room cancer, like it can literally decimate a team and, you know, you're not, you know, um, you're not really one, you're not unified um, and you're, you're therefore struggling to win games. So I think that that could be something that would be just the risk um, too big of a risk. And I would not want um, Ron Hextall hypothetically uh, if he's listening to the, to this right now to take that risk. <laughs> oh, he has to be, yeah. And uh, something else, I mean, this is kind of old news, but, you know, Jack Johnson, uh, you know, we do a couple of uh, crossover episodes every now and then. And, uh, you know, I was talking to uh, Hunter Hodes. He's the host of Locked on Pittsburgh Penguins. And, you know, obviously Ooh, the Rangers nice. pick up Jack Johnson. Yeah, they, they pick up Jack Johnson 
in free agency, and he couldn't wait to be rid of him. I mean, was he as bad with Pittsburgh as most Pittsburgh fans make it sound? Because, you know, he got off to a rough start with the Rangers this year, and then he was playing a little bit better, and now, unfortunately, he's hurting out for the year. But I'm just curious to get your your opinion on Jack Johnson, if you have any. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, I thought coming in, I mean, obviously, like, he kind of felt for the guy, I mean, with his situation, you know, the bankruptcy and, like, um, the falling out and his, you know, his parents kind of mishandling his money and, and that, and you had to feel for him. And like, it seemed like for him, like the ideal fit, I mean, obviously I've Sidney Crosby, uh, they went to Shaddock, uh, St. Mary's together, you know, they've known each other since literally like ninth grade or something. So, I mean, for him, it was just like the perfect situation and the perfect scenario. And obviously that contract, I mean, he needed that money, um, probably more than anyone on that team at that time. But, um, yeah, as far as his play, um, I mean, I will be completely honest with you. I mean, I thought obviously he is a good um, – he's, he's good at basically get it, clearing guys, I mean, away from the net. I think he's really good at that. He's a big body. He's very physical. Um, and I think as far as that goes, he's good at it. That, I think those are some of his strengths. Now, as far as, like, moving up on the play and being, you know, offensive, pinching, um, no, I did not think he was good. I think we needed more offense out of him. And I think sometimes, um, he just was not good at, um, defending as far as like kind of keeping up skating wise. I think he kind of struggled there. And I mean, no disrespect to the guy. I mean, he seems like a great stand up guy, you know, off the ice. But for me, I mean, seeing that happen as a fan, it was frustrating because I'm thinking, you know, this could have been prevented. This could have been, you know, this goal could have been prevented. And I mean, seeing that happen on, on countless occasions to me personally, it was it was very frustrating as a fan, especially um, when we were in the bubble against Montreal. There were some things that happened, and um, I remember Jack Johnson actually humorously um, trending on Twitter right around the time um, when the Penguins finally lost um, and were ruled out uh, of the playoffs. Jack Johnson was trending, and I think I mean I think that it was a little bit over-dramatized, though. I will say that because, I mean, being a Penguins fan and knowing, I don't live in Pittsburgh, but, like, knowing the fan base on social media and everything, I do know, obviously, if you look back at the all the goalie controversies that we've had, we do have that tendency to kind of jump on a certain player. I mean, like, kind of like the whipping boys, sort of like Jake Gardner in Toronto and, like, other guys that have been made the whipping boys. We kind of have that tendency to just stick on a guy and just, like, you know what I mean? Like, hate his guts, to be honest. Just kind of hate his guts. Whether he deserves it or not, I mean, in this case, I think it was it was somewhat deserved, but we don't want to hate him. We just say, you know, um, we, we don't want you on our team anymore. But at the same time, I, I think it was a little over-dramatized, if that makes sense. Like, it was deserving, but it wasn't that deserving. All right, so once again, a big, big thanks to Alyssa Hope for joining the show here today, and a big thanks to you guys as well for tuning in. And if you'd like to check out Alyssa's YouTube channel, I highly recommend it. I will leave a link to her channel in the description for this episode. As for the rest of the week, tomorrow, Wednesday, we are going to basically be talking about, I'm going to be riding solo again, but basically going to be talking about uh, whatever happens between the Rangers and the Penguins on tonight, Tuesday night, and then on Thursday, we're going to have part two of our conversation with Alyssa Hope, and then on Friday, Going to be talking about whatever happens in uh, round two 
of Rangers versus Penguins, hopefully uh, celebrating with a second consecutive win. But that's going to do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.